This is episode 25 for Tuesday, December 8th, 2015, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week we will be covering style 13C, English Porter. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Chris, and together with Travis, Sawyer, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Brew underscore Styles. Drop by our website, BrewStyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Welcome back, everybody. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hola. Anybody still in a food coma from Thanksgiving? No, I'm good. Nah. I've done pooped it all out. Oh, thanks, did, thanks for sharing did that. Did you take idea. a picture of it? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get it. Sorry. I sent oh. you guys a picture of my, my poop when I pooped later. <laughs> Is that your Eddie impersonation? Yeah. Let's see how it compares. I'm going to send a picture of you guys of my poop whenever I poop later. That's pretty close. That's, yeah, close. that's pretty Actually, close. Uh, yeah, not too bad. There's a lot of p on his poop. Poop, poop, petrol pump. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> I am I am thankful that today, on the day we're recording, which is it's Sunday, even though we really see some Tuesdays, I am thankful that today the Cowboys cannot lose. Because they're not playing. No, because they stunk it up on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. They're so done. they cannot sure they cannot disappoint me today. <clears throat> they're I'm also not playing. And and Romo, exactly. Romo's hurt. <laughs> He's out. Out for the year. He's done skis. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. He shouldn't have been back. What a bummer. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Nah, I'm still doing really well in fantasy football, so it's okay. Hey, did I beat... Uh, no. What's your name? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Dino. Well, there's still more to be played today. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but making the changes helped, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I don't care about football. So. I don't either. <laughs> What are we talking about today? What are we drinking in our glass? Oh. You got to follow follow the run sheet. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Says, welcome back. We did that. What have we done since last podcast? Eight and then cried about Cowboys. I went camping. What? Oh, yes. In the rain. See? There's more to be discussed. My yeah, glass it's is still empty. raining and it's like 40 degrees outside. Yep. I was warm the whole time. I didn't feel it at all. I'm sure you were. Yeah, it was great. It's I'm looking forward to drinking some, some dark beers. I've been looking forward to these episodes because I really like dark beers. Me too. But I finally drank the uh, left hand brewery uh, milk stout yesterday. And the nitro version or yeah, just the, the nitro okay. version? That uh, was really good. Really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, it is a good one. I like that one. Yeah. I was going back and forth between playing homebrew beer pong and drinking that. <laughs> well, right now we're drinking a new. Well, at least new to us. I just found out about it yesterday, so it was kind of cool that Eddie brought this. But mm-hmm. this is uh, the Dos Equis 
Invierno. There you go. Did you bring it from Mexico? I didn't. Oh. I brought it from Costco down the street. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, a good friend of ours, uh, Juan. Juan Carlos Gutierrez. Yes. He texted me about it yesterday, sent me a picture. He's like, hey, guys, you should you should taste this. It's pretty good. So I heard about it yesterday, and then Eddie shows up with it just out of the blue. So he that's sure awesome. Did. How is it different from regular Dos Equis? Uh, it's a darker Dos Equis. This is, this is it's a, a winter bock. Right. So it's a Vienna lager. Mm-hmm. Bock. Okay. Batch. Well, it's not. Technically a Bach. Right. Batch. <laughs> it's like Shiner Bach isn't a Bach. It's a dark lager, right? It's a Vienna lager, yeah. I'm drinking your homebrew now, so I don't know what it tastes like. A, a, a Vienna lager from Mexico. Right. Yes. Vienna lager from Mexico. Yes. <laughs> but just like, remember when we did our um, Oktoberfest uh, fest beer episode, yeah. there was a Mexican fest beer at Total Wine that oh. I was like really close to picking up. Oh, there was? Yeah. Oh. I had it, and then I put it back. Oh, that would have been interesting to taste a Mexican German Oktoberfest yeah, beer. Been, yeah, that, that would have been different. <laughs> and I'm actually having a Dos Equis Roja, uh, which came in this variety pack, uh, and this is a red lager. So yeah, it's a really good flavor. Oh. I'm drinking the Invierno. Invierno. Yeah, with the two X's on the bottle. <laughs> it's twice as nice. Yes. <laughs> so, and I've got stuff. the Rancor. Yep. Okay, anyways, so what? <laughs> you follow the run sheet. I don't have it in front of me. Oh. I put my phone away because we're not supposed to have our phones out. Oops. Well, Fire. we do want to thank you for listening because if you're hearing this, you are listening, so thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't had a chance to subscribe on whatever it is that you use to listen to us, whether it be iTunes or Stitcher or TuneIn or Yam.fm or what. <laughs> We found out there were on a lot of different sites, and I put a bunch of links on our website to it, a lot of, a lot of buttons. So whatever site you're listening to, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Bring you can also stream it from our website. goodness coming back. Yeah, it's not as fun. <clears throat> yeah. You can't subscribe there. Yep. But thank you. We are enjoying this. Let's see. Yes. What are we up to now? 62. The, oh, subscribe. I haven't checked. Yeah. Since last week. It's episode 25. It's kind of a milestone. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It is. Or a quarter of a century <laughs> of weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess for the year it'll be 52, episode 52. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a big celebration for episode 50 since that's close to a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, perhaps. So, style guidelines. Yeah, saw you tell us what <laughs> are we drinking today? Well, Travis, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Today we're gonna talk about style thirteen say from the BJC pay the BJCP style guidelines. <laughs> it, this is the English porter. Oh, let's do the whole episode with an no, English. No, that was accent. awful. That was awful. In- English? No, no, no. Well, mine's even worse. I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> yeah, I, I, hello, Gavin. I like Sakar's no. last time he was on. Like, oh, yeah. we're joined by Sakar. Was popping. Yeah, no, don't do that either. (laughs) Anyways, English Porter is what we're talking about today. Um, This one is generally brown in color, and will generally come in a brown bottle. Brown, brown. Since I'm the color expert for. All bottles that come through this table, mm-hmm. it seems like. Mm-hmm. So we'll just start off with the aroma here. Moderate to moderately low 
bready, biscuity, and toasty malt aroma. Now who has NPR voice? It's because I'm making fun of you. Thank you. (laughs) And may have a chocolate quality. (laughs) Okay, I'll stop. That's that's lovely. You think so? Thank thank you. Uh Uh (laughs) Orally. Anyways. Um... Could also have some non-roasted malt character in support of the caramelly, nutty, toffee-like, and/or sweet characteristics in the aroma. So caramel, nutty, toffee, sweet, but no roast. Well, it could have some non-roasted, right? Characteristics. But so no, so but no roast without burnt qualities, right? Okay, right. Because there is a difference between roasty and burnt. burnt. Correct. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, the appearance is light brown to dark brown in color, often with ruby highlights when held up to the light. So if you want to hold that beer up to the light when we pour our actual first one, uh, we can look for those ruby-ish colors. Should be pretty interesting. Um, there should be good clarity. Uh, however, the uh, approach could be opaque. Modern off-white to light tan head with good to fair retention. Kind of like what you have in your glass right now, Chris. The flavor, uh, moderate bready, biscuity, and toasty malt flavors, uh, includes a mild to mo- oh wow, a mild to moderate roastiness. There we go. I can't talk today. It also has, uh, or it could have a significant caramel, nutty, and/or toffee character. So maybe almost in the way of coffee as well. Uh, for those that aren't familiar with toffee or coffee, you could probably confuse the two. They're two very different things. Yes, I know, but they also have the same aftertaste, (laughs) in my opinion. Really? Yes. Hmm. Never thought of that. Yes. Coffee's bitter. Toffee's sweeter. But check this out. May have other secondary flavors, such as coffee, biscuits, or toast and support. Biscuits. Eddie, have you had biscuits yet? Oh, my God. (laughs) No, I haven't. (laughs) Isn't toffee like a caramel candy? Yeah. Yeah. So, I get coffee from toffee every time I have it. It's weird. Hmm. Like a butterscotch, or is, are those different things? No, no, no those are different. different. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. It's like, to me, caramel's like softer. Toffee's like rock hard. Okay. That's <laughs> what she said. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, explicit box. Hmm. <laughs> so... Yeah. Oh, and then it goes on to say should not have a significant burnt or harsh roasted flavor. Just looking that up there. We'll leave that one for the stouts. Well, see, yeah. toffee apparently is a candy made by caramelizing sugar or molasses along with butter and occasionally flour. Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah so it's, I, a, it's a very hard candy. Like the last time I had it, it hurt my tooth or something. I don't know. It's painful to eat to your, me. Your tooth pulls your fillings tooth. out. I don't have any fillings. Sucks Thank them you. Out. Mm. Well, he just takes the dentures out. <laughs> I'm not the oldest one in this room, by the way. Yeah, I know, but you called yourself old a minute ago, so it's all good. Yep. All right, mouthfeel medium delight or medium light to medium body. Medium delight. Yes. Medium delight. <laughs> medium delight. <laughs> moderately low to moderately high carbonation. Think about that for a second. Light, moderate, creamy texture. And it's still a nice and now tasty <laughs> nod to brewing history. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, NPR, with the NYPD shirt on. Mm. Lots of letters today. 
and BJCP, NYPD, MPR. Anyways, this concludes your awesome style guidelines. All right. Beautiful. Anyway, on to history. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. you guys. That's mm-hmm. right. It's time for another round of history in a hat. Where, where's the hat? And I have what? a theme song. Oh, it's God. history in a hat. Double oh. H, it's history in a hat. Oh, it's great. It's history in a hat. Hooray, it's history in a hat today. At least I had a cadence. Yeah. Good job. Mm-hmm. And now I can I can record that as a drop and I'll play it every time. It's it's a theme song. It's official. Oh, it's exciting. Um, but yes, I <laughs> I unfortunately I'm not wearing a hat today. I have a hat because it's the last day of vacation and it's cold and rainy and I've completely given up on life. So I just showed up in hoodies and PJs. So today we're going to do a round of history in a hoodie. All right, it's still History works. Double H. That's right. I've got uh, I've got a few. It's very hood. I have no tips, <laughs> but I have tidbits. I'm going to put them in my hoodie, oh, and I'm going to walk around the room. And you're going to have to fish around. He's going to have to go in, backwards in my hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> and pull out a segment. Oh my God. All right, so I'm going to go over to Chris first. This That's is what we get for doing away with Bubba. Oh, Reach in my hoodie. <laughs> this feels weird. <laughs> he's he's like. Moving his body like a worm as he, as people reach in his hoodie. He's doing a provocative he's, he's dance. Yeah, All right, tell us about it. <clears throat> Early London porters were strong beers by modern standards. That's right. Early trials with the hydrometer in the 1770s recorded the porters having an OG, which is the original gravity, of around 1071. And which would be six point six percent. So that's uh, much higher than what it's accepted today Dang. for this style. But then increased taxation during the Napoleonic Wars pushed its gravity back down around to ten fifty five. So there's another beer style that's affected by war. Interesting. And that's where it remained for the rest of the nineteenth century. The popularity of the style prompted brewers to produce porters in a wide variety of strengths. And these started with single stout porter around ten sixty six, double stout porter. That would be like Guinness, uh, which was 1072, triple stout porter at 1078, and an imperial stout porter at 1095 and more. As the 19th century progressed, the porter suffix was gradually dropped. Notice that I said stout on pretty much all those. Yep. Hmm. So maybe we'll talk about that in a moment. Hmm? Next, going around to Sawyer. All right. Careful. Careful, I'm sensitive. Uh, That's his butt butt crack. Okay. I want to make sure I only got one that time and not three. (laughs) All right. The term porter is actually derived from a type of laborman whose primary job was the transport of goods. Yes, I actually didn't know this until looking this up, but the word porter does not just refer to a beer style. It came from a type of laborsman whose primary job was the transport of goods. And that's exactly what you just said. Just like car porters at dealerships. See? Yeah. What do they do? Take one car from place to drive cars. Yeah. Like, especially like in Houston, like they get delivered to the docks in Houston and they drive them to the dealerships. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's still, uh, wow. There's a good correlation between the 17th century porters and the ones today. So the porters as we know them today would be like delivery drivers, postmen and couriers. And the porters in the 17th century London were divided into two regulated groups by the government. 
fellowship porters who carried measurable goods such as grain, coal, salt, and the like on and off the ships, and then ticket porters who made street deliveries. Portering was hard work, however, and porters needed a considerable amount of carbohydrate as fuel, much of which they got from drinking. This dark beer style became so popular with this group that bartenders affectionately began calling them porters. What was it called before that? Dark beer. Just dark beer? Uh, I don't know. Well, if we want to think back. Brown? Yes. Think back. Yeah, we're we're going to think back. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. Uh, back to our uh, American Brown episode. We did say that the porters were derived from the Browns. Remember that in the hist- in the history. So porters were like stronger Browns, and then right, and then then there were stouts. Stouts were stronger porters. And- mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that makes sense because on the home brewing side, if you talk about party guile brewing. Mm-hmm. Where you have like a really big grain bill, mm-hmm. and you take the first runnings off of your mash and brew like a stout or something. Yeah, and then your second runnings, oh. instead of combining the two, you make another beer. And since most of the sugars have been pulled out on the stout, you get like a porter or a brown or something. Right. So okay. you can actually get two batches of beer off of one set of grains. She sounds is, fun. What's her name? What the party gal? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we should ask Mr. Betty. Oh. All right, on That's to our another one. <laughs> Eddie, come around. You. Okay. Oh, got it. All right, that was quick. Yes, I'd, I'd like to keep my hand out of your pants as long as possible. Eddie's efficient. <laughs> All right. The history and development of stout and porter are intertwined. Yes, and that's what we led up to with our conversation. So the name Stout is used for a dark beer is believed to have come about because strong porters were marketed under such names as Extra Porter, Double Porter, Stout Porter. The term Stout Porter would later be shortened to just Stout. For example, we had the Guinness Extra Stout, which was originally called Extra Superior Porter. Wow. It was only given the name Extra Stout in the year 1840. Not just Superior. Yeah. Extra Superior. Was that the final one? Actually, there's one more. Um, Are you going to pick it out of your own hoodie? Well, it's in my pocket, and I don't think y'all wanted to do history. I did not want to put one for the end. Yeah, because I never get a chance to do these things, and so I wanted to be part of it. So I got one last. It says, yet again, we find a beer style that was directly affected from a world war. Didn't you say that already? Beer, not war. Uh, The thing I said earlier was about the (laughs) Napoleonic Wars. But then there's more. Don't. There's oh, more. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> During the First World War, that's hard to say. First World War. There you go. World War. Enunciate. W W. Channel your inner NPR. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. During the First World War, in Britain. <laughs> shortages of grain led to restrictions on the strength of beer. Less strict rules were applied in Ireland, allowing Irish brewers such as Guinness to continue to brew beers closer to pre-war strengths. English breweries continued to brew a range of bottled and sometimes draft stouts until the Second World War and beyond. They were considerably weaker than the pre-war versions, down from 1055 to 1060 all the way to 1040 to 1042, and around the strength that Porter had been in 1914. 
The drinking of porter with its strength slot now occupied by single stout steadily declined and production ceased in the early 1950s. So think about that. As of 1950, nobody made porters anymore. It was a dead style. But I like Interesting. Until a revival of the style began in the year 1978 when the P E N R H O S. What? Penrose? P R N? Is that a typo? No, it, I don't think so. P E N R. Oh. Pernerhaus. Pernerhaus. When Pernerhaus microbrewery <laughs> included a porter. A little later, Timothy Taylor began to brew a porter as well. And then the craft beer revolution started, and so then people started making more of them. There are now dozens of breweries in Britain making porter. With Fuller's London Porter winning gold and silver medals at the 1999, 2000, and 2002 International Beer and Cider Competitions. Interesting. Which is an excellent segue because that's actually the first beer we are going to sample today. Actually, and it's... All right. What? Huh? What? Oh, I I thought you were like continuing with what you were saying. Sorry. No, I was going to say something, but then you... Go ahead. Uh, would y'all like a quick fun fact that'll take two seconds? About the porter? About beer. Okay. Okay. A beer wave of 388,000 gallons flooded London in 1814 after a huge vat erupted. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that's that's a beer. That's a fun fact for today. That's a flood I'd like to be in. Right? <laughs> Just uh, open your mouth. And- <laughs> it's kind of like Peter Griffin when he first started working at the brewery, at Pawtucket Brewery. Yeah, Pawtucket tip- Patriot. Got on the forklift. and Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Wow. Now I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, so the London port that Travis was just talking about is on the BJCP as a commercial example, but we have two commercial examples today because we also have the Taddy Porter. Nice. Which is a fantastic porter. I'll see. Cool. So lots of good beer we're going to be drinking today. Yeah. Looking yeah. forward to it. Let's do it. Well, let's pour some porters. Man, that one wasn't as bad. No, well, it, it was pretty bad. Hey. I think they're all bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's take our break and get our beers lined up. <gasps> okay, bye. It's English. <laughs> really? I stood up out of respect during that break, and nobody else did. And he took a selfie. <laughs> Put your hand down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Travis, you brought this, so you talk about it. Pass me a bottle. All right, so uh, the and episode that I missed, the uh, the strong bitter, 
ESB, I was not here for, but I think y'all tried the Fuller's yes, ESB. Mm-hmm. Which, Even though it's uh, not really an ESB. Yeah. If I remember, y'all said that um, the actual name ESB was a trademarked term from Fuller's? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is from the same company, but it's the London Porter. Rich, dark, and complex. And it says it's the world's finest. They make a very bold claim by saying that. But we'll see. 5.4% brewed beside the Thames River since 1845. That's pretty good. On the back it says... But London. I thought nobody made porters after 1950. They, ooh, good point. But maybe they started then and they just kind of count the 1950s to the 1978 period as like their dark period. <clears throat> you think the dark period would be when they made the dark beer? <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> the London, the London Stout. Fuller's London Porter. London Porter takes its name from the porters who carried goods around the streets of London in the 18th century. This prize-winning beer is brewed using pale crystal brown and chocolate malts combined with Fuggles hops, giving a rich, dark, and complex flavor. London Porter boasts a wonderful chocolate notes and a smooth, satisfying finish. Brewed and bottled by Fuller Smith and Turner. Griffin Brewery. Chiswick Lane, South London, W4ZQB. You went kind of back and forth between North England, South England accents, and with a little bit of Australian. I don't discriminate. (laughs) Thank you, English Travis. All English lives matter. Hashtag. Uh, so what happened to Professor Pollard? <laughs> Brown bottle. He was not invited back after episode one. <laughs> yeah, he's hanging out with Bubba at the bar, uh-huh. drinking their sorrows. Purple label. Is it purple? Is purple. it like a maroon? No, I see purple. That's definitely like a brown what? label. Yes. No, that is very red. That doesn't. That doesn't scream. You're talking about the label. The label. No, no, I'm talking about the <laughs> That's color. Like a burgundy, it's maybe. Yellow. Everyone has different opinions. <laughs> yes. But you can't tell them they're wrong. Right. Because then you look like a fool. The color of the beer, however, as you put it in your glass. It looks uh, really dark. In the light, it looks really dark. You hold it up to the light. You can. It, it's decently clear. Gosh, that smells so good. It's it like a, a maroon <laughs> color in the light. Yeah. Yeah. The aroma is great. I love oh, this aroma. Oh, my. <laughs> Oh. oh my! Oh jeez! Oh my God! Wow! What in the? Oh my! See that can work for really good things uh-huh. or really bad right. things. Exactly. I never thought about that one. Yeah, that that is beautiful. That is really good. Mm. Yeah. Good morning, beautiful. It's like smells like a brew day when you're mashing dark grains and it's yeah. just like really grainy and rich and you know. And I, I do I do pick up the the chocolatey aroma in it. it. It's not a strong chocolate chocolate what. <laughs> Be sure to follow us all on Untapped. <laughs> that was random. I'm giving this beer a five. It's really? really good. Yeah, I get some uh, some of the uh, the toffee chocolate stuff in the aroma. Yeah, for sure. I know it's not supposed to be like roasty, but I get a little bit of roasty. Yeah, I get a little bit of it too, but I also get like nutty flavors, like a lot of nutty flavors. Well, it's not supposed to be burnt. Mm-mm. Does it Mm-mm. say not roasty? No, you can have roasty flavor, just yeah. not burnt. Moderate to moderate low bready, biscuity, and toasty malt aroma with mild roastiness may have the chocolate quality. 
but it says it should not have a burnt quality. It tastes yeah. good, that's for sure. Should not have a significant burnt or harsh notes. It does, <laughs> I, I think I pick up a toasty smell. Um, I can say that. Yeah. A little bready. <clears throat> pretty good, pretty good. The taste. I've never had fogel hops or anything with fogel hops in it. So have you drank any of Fratto's beer before? Never. Oh, never mind. He doesn't put fogels in everything. <laughs> sure, he does. Pretty close, <laughs> but not everything. Sure. Yeah. Well, pretty close. He wears fogel deodorant. I mean, come yeah. on. It's, <laughs> that's that's what he has for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> fogels. Fogels. <laughs> Just a big bowl of fogels. <laughs> Giggles. <laughs> Giggles and oaks. Oats. <laughs> wow. Eagles and oats. Oats. Yeah. Fuggle hops are going to be uh, more grassy and earthy, like um, soil earth. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I picked that up, but in, in a good way. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really fresh. And that's really a hallmark of the English styles, too, because mm-hmm. they're supposed to be that way, versus the American, which is like more like bright and citrusy. Um, this is going to be totally different. This is really good. I like this beer. Yeah, it's like it kind of reminds me of a hmm, a light stout. <laughs> huh. Yeah, medium body. I mean, it's uh, I, I'd say the flavor is a little less intense than the aroma because I got I got a lot more mm-hmm. in the nose than the flavor. Oh, I but I, I do get a bit of sweetness. Don't drink through your nose then. A certain roasting. Wait, you got more aroma than you did flavor. I did. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. I got it complete the other way around. Okay. Like. That's, that's weird. Tell me about it. <laughs> well, every, what did you get in your aroma? In the aroma, I got a lot of like roasty notes and uh, bready grain like on a, on a brew day when you're mashing in. Oh, that's exactly what I got in the flavor. Hmm. Now, granted, I didn't have Raincore Red before we started drinking this beer. Put us together and we're the perfect beer judge. Cheers to that, my friend. <laughs> yeah. With our powers combined, I am Captain Beerit. So if you pass the BJCP test, I'm automatically in. <laughs> if I get a 50 on it, then you're automatically you're in. You're required for the other 50. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> no, this is good. It, it, that uh, I do get a little bit of the, the hop taste in the aftertaste, but it's still it's a good hop taste. I'd say that, yeah. Yeah, I get a little bit of bitterness on the finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. I, I thought that was from the hops, but it could be. Yeah, um, I I wouldn't necessarily call it a astringency bitterness though. Mm-hmm. No, like a roasty bitterness yeah. though. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that's good. Kind of like if you have a, a bread crust that's been toasted. And it's it's not lightly burnt, toasted. But it's, yeah, it's on the like verge. You, you put it at the five on the toaster, yeah, not, not the not, not the ten or the fifteen. Not like how I like it. Yeah, burnt, burnt. This Fire toaster alarm. goes to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Let's get beer. Yeah. Carbonation level is pretty low on it too. Yeah, the what? Mm-hmm. Carbonation. Oh, no, I th- I think it's because we waited. That's why I was like, come on, let's go. No, I mean, carbonation level is going to be fairly low on these anyway. Oh, okay. Usually the, yeah. the, the heavier, darker beers have a lower carbonation than the lighter ones. 
Okay. Generically speaking, it's not always the case. But I love dark beer season. This is a perfect beer when it's cold and rainy outside like it is today. You you curl up with a big old blanket in front of the TV and have a fire going. Perfect. Do you have your shotgun next to you with your dog? Probably. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Cuddling your beer and not anything else. Mm. Mm. Anyway, I have Helen Devilde writing <laughs> for this one. <laughs> for this one would be mm. what? Uh, three and a half or four for me. I just I want to enjoy this beer. I I like the flavors. I'd say five. It's not as heavy as a stout would be, so it's a little more poundable. I was gonna go with a six. So I'd agree with a five. Because it's it's fairly you know like a medium to light body, and so you could, you know, physically you could drink a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But there are also a lot of the roasty qualities that make it not as uh, quick to pound. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if you try to pound it, the bitterness would come out the more you drink it. Mm-hmm. Like if you tried to drink it really fast. Right. Yeah. Well, in the past, we've found that the uh, the examples listed as the commercial examples on the guidelines typically are the safe examples. So right. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing how our other ones will compare to this. Yeah. Well, like I said, we have another one, the Taddy Porter, that's also on the guidelines. So do we want to save that one for the end? Yeah, let's Kind of come back those. to it? Okay. Yeah, because we have two bottles, big bottles of something else. Big, yeah. big, big bottle. That's what we're going to sound like after those. <laughs> Maybe so. Probably. What are those called? This one's called Entire Porter by Strange Land Brewery in Austin, Texas. I don't think we've had a Strange Land. Can I have some yeah, of no. the some of it? What? Can I have some of it? You can have the entire porter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the bottle it says batch number two. So yep, both of these. This do. has got to be a, a a fairly recent. Brewery. I don't know if the brewery's recent or maybe this this beer that they brewed is newer Both. in their lineup yeah i met the owner at a uh is at a world of beer pint night um man what was this it was less than a year ago and uh they they had basically brought up kegs with them in their car to serve with glasses and, and they were very new at that point oh. so i'm gonna guess that they're less than a year old at this point yeah these have to age a little bit don't they or they take a little longer at least um, eh. Porter, maybe a little bit. The stouts and things like that are the ones that take, take a little bit longer. Right? I'll have one next week. Awesome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but really. It just takes some time for the malts and, you know, the alcohol and everything to kind of meld. And yeah, yeah. You yeah. get a that's, lot. That's right. I mean, it's definitely, yeah. yeah. But we're not talking about aging at years. This is no, months. No, no, no. <laughs> years. Months. Right. Unless, you know, Imperial Stout, maybe a year. Depending well, yeah. on how the al- how high the alcohol, but not a is. standard English right. porter. Yeah, this one is six point eight percent. Oh yeah, forty one IBUs. Yeah, what was the the London porter? I don't think we said what it was. I don't think we yeah, five point four percent. So this one's higher. <laughs> this one is out of the range of the uh, English porters on the BGCP notes because those are listed as from four to five point four. Oh okay. So this one's not in the BJCP ranges. Nope. It's still labeled as an English porter. I guess that's... It's an American version of an English porter. Right, yeah. Porter. 
That's what I love about the uh, BJCP. Harry Porter. <laughs> There's your next <laughs> your name, Travis. Uh, yep. I'd Harry Porter. I actually brewed an English Porter two days ago. Oh, okay. I was going to talk about that later. Cool. Or I'll let Eddie talk about that. I don't know. <laughs> He's doing the homebrew section. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, so uh, pours. Tur? Black. It's pretty dark. <laughs> yeah. This is a really. Yeah. Cannot see through it. At yeah, all. the Fuller's you could see through it. This one, this is one is very dark, basically very opaque. Opaque. Yeah. If you look at the very bottom of the glass, you get the root bottom. colors. Bottom. Bottom. Very rocky head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a Why are you laughing? Tan. That's terminology. <gasps> I pick up chocolate in the aroma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get a little it in the taste. Toasty. Yeah. Toasty oh. chocolate. This one has a, a richer smell mm-hmm. it does than have the rich Fuller's. Smell. It has a fuller smell uh, than the you, Fuller's. You know, the I, entire <laughs> smell. I actually, I, I kind of pick up the same amount of smell from both of them. Uh, I pick up a little more chocolate from this one. Yeah. But <laughs> this bottle says bold, robust, and heroic. Bum, 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 ba da da. Bold. Really? Power that, Rangers? That's the sound that happens every time you open the bottle. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had it to open it outside. And that <laughs> bottle. <laughs> bum, anyway. bum, 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 So apparently the Green Ranger likes <laughs> entire porter. Well, My favorite was the Red Ranger. No, I mean, mine, mine was white and the Green Ranger. <laughs> Pink Ranger was hot. She was. <laughs> that she was. Kimberly. Mm. Yeah. She was in a, a TV show called Flashpoint. It's on Netflix. I thought she... Never mind. Like it's a new show. Or it was a couple years ago. It's Did interesting. You, anyway. Does, does she flash in point? No. Did you bring the bell? I, dang it. <laughs> Sorry, I was in a hurry. I just, literally just got back from camping. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. So the Pass aroma... Pass away. I want to read it oh. to you. The empty one. You know what? I said, pass the bottom away. I want to, I want to read it. He wants to read the bottle. There isn't so. much to read. I read the entire bottle. You read the government warning. <laughs> the raging hop engages the imperial. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome for that. Oh, my God. Huh. Sorry. It's just so good. What's your pound this of really This is encroaching on stout. Yeah, really. Yeah, territory. It is. I, I, I almost want to call it a stout. It, it's... It's dark. Oh my god! It's, it's dark and so thick. Awesome. It's really roasty in yeah, the flavor. It is very the flavor is like mm-hmm. full on roast. Do you guys yeah. pick up some vanilla? Oh, just a hint. Yeah. It's, it's not much. Just a tad. Yeah, tad oh my bit god, of sweetness. That is so awesome. <laughs> it's a good beer. I wouldn't call it an English porter. No, mm-hmm. I'd go more. Not the according sure. to the style guidelines. Yeah. Well, technically, since we're in Texas, it's an English style. Well, I yes. actually cannot find the words English style written anywhere on the label. But when you look, because um, I looked in at Untapped and uh, Total Wine had it labeled as an English porter. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't look at their website. I would agree that the the Check earthiness of it would make it oh. more of an English than American, because I mean it's definitely has like a a dirty soil earthy flavor as well. On top of that, maybe on the back so end, it's not as like clean and crisp as a as an American porter should be. Mm-hmm. But it's also way. Uh, way more over the top than what oh. would be uh, acceptable by the guidelines. 
That being said, it's still a very good beer. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's a very good beer. Awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink the heck out of this. I can. I'm gonna drink the entire porter. <laughs> the entire entire. <clears throat> okay, so on their website, <laughs> on their website it says, "Step into 18th century London with an entire, the original porter." Unlike weaker table beers, the entire was historically brewed with the full runnings of the mash, providing a deep rich flavor. Our recreation honors this tradition by combining dark malts with British hops and yeast. Delicate chocolate notes accent its full body and spicy hop character. So British hops? Is that a is that a specific hop, hop or is that British just, style hops? I mean, yeah, but I mean, I mean, is there a can you go to the store and say, "Hey, I want British hops?" Yeah. Okay, I don't know anything about them, but Yeah, it's Fuggles. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. you, you don't go in there and say you want British hops. You say you want Fuggles. Well, I mean, there's certain British hops. You pick one. So British hops is a category. Yes. That's what I'm getting to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is delicious. Yeah. And uh, it also, they have a Sellerman's log on their website. So you can oh, see when wow. the batch. So batch number two, which these are from, was bottled May 28th of this year. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Interesting. Yeah, that is kind of cool. Transparency in government. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> The first batch was February 24th of this year, and then um, their last bottled was July 15th. Then they went to cans. Does it September. say when they opened? Look in the history uh, of the about section. Because I, I feel like I went to uh, World of Beer this year. And he was there. Yeah, whenever they had the, the glass night. Yeah. Talked to the brewer. Uh Looks like I'm on their mobile site because I'm on my phone, and it's all it is is their beers. Well, um, I don't know about you guys, but this beer is awesome. Yeah, and I like that they called out all the weaker beers. <laughs> but like, yeah. unlike all the weaker beers, well, are you going to call out London Porter no. and say it's weak? It's uh, safe. It's weaker than this one. Yeah, but if it actually if if we're talking strictly BJCP guidelines here, yeah, no, this this one definitely this isn't. is not an English porter. No, <laughs> no, but it. But it's a good there porter. there are a lot of people that would say the BJCP guidelines are worthless for talking about commercial beers. It's mm. it was designed for homebrew competitions, mm-hmm. right? Right. That's right. what it was designed for. Yeah, that's for sure. So, yes, you can call this an English porter. But if I were to submit this to a homebrew competition you under not, English Porter, no. it would not do well at all. No. What Strangeland looks at is whether or not their bottles get purchased. Right. Which two of them did because of this podcast. So yeah. and I don't in their but eyes, it's a success! At the same time, though, why would you call it an English Porter? Because you uh, can do whatever you want. Well, yeah, you can't know the difference except for us. Anybody else who reads the BJCP guidelines? Who else reads the BJCP guidelines? Except Lots for of people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if you wanted to call this what it was, made an English stout. Well, and that's why it wasn't a commercial example, right? Well, that, it's also new, right? But this wasn't around when BJCP updated it, their it guidelines. W- it wouldn't be a commercial example, right. obviously, from right. what we're seeing exactly. now. Exactly. So, but I'm just saying. I mean, if, if it were me making this and distributing it, I would call it what it was. And call it a stout. Okay. That's just me. Hmm. To each own. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to drink this beer. I'm going to pound the crap out of it. 
the stuff out of it. You can find this one better than most. This one's awesome, man. I wouldn't be surprised if this is uh, all fuggles. I mean, whenever I brewed my English porter two days ago, it was just two editions of fuggles. Yeah, the first one was like a, an ounce and a quarter at sixty, and then uh, half a half an ounce at ten. That was it. Just straight fuggles. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't pick up the same hop taste that I did on the, the fullers. There's a little bit of bitterness. Yeah. Some dryness in the finish. Yeah. The roasty chocolate stuff takes over more of the, yeah. mm-hmm. the flavor profile than the hops would. Because Fuggles are very low alpha, uh, so they're not going to be uh, com- yeah. competitive with many flavors at all. Got it. Okay. Especially something as intense and robust as like roastiness you just, and chocolate. You have to have some hops in there for bittering. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. I'm just saying preservation. It, it doesn't so, taste the same. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying the, the whole point of the hops is... A little bit of bittering because if you have just a malty beer with no hops in it, it would be awful. You think so? Yeah, like mm-hmm. super sweet. I, I don't know. It's it's just you have to have that balance, even if it's just a little bit, right, right, to kind of round out the the sweetness. Okay. Well, it's delicious, that's for sure. Yeah. Even I'm, Bud Light brews with hops. Triple yeah. hops brewed. <laughs> that's Miller. Oh. That's why you failed at the episode 10 taste test. I'm pretty sure we all failed that one. Yeah, you did. I got one right, thank you. I got one right, too. Okay. We each got one right. Hash's work got zero right. I wasn't there. Which he was the most confident. Because he works in the industry. Yeah. I actually haven't heard from him since then. I hope he's doing okay. I talked to him the other night. He's been texting like crazy. Yeah. But it's not like his normal, hey, where are we drinking? Hey, what are we doing? Hey, it's just... <laughs> he has a baby. Yeah, I was going to say, doesn't he have his kid now? Yeah, he did yeah. that with a baby, too. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. So are we going to drink this entire porter? I, I'd like some more. We have... I'm ready. <laughs> two 22-ounce bottles of it. You're welcome. Because somebody couldn't find another one. <laughs> there, There really wasn't any others... I look. A, Total Wine only has three English porters in that entire store. I bet they had the meantime porter. And if they had it, it would be in the uh, in the refrigerated section along the back wall hmm. with the big bottles. I've seen Did it a bajillion times swear. that they got bought out also by a, a major a major label recently. Sorry, did you say in the back wall? They got bought out by somebody. <laughs> don't don't do that. Come on, Sawyer. Uh, <laughs> He's closing up. It's okay. I'm warm now. He's okay. He's okay. Well, I can provide okay. a little bit of insight. Jalapeno is here for you. He's okay. <laughs> I can provide a little bit of insight on the uh, history of the name Entire Porter oh, okay. because they did that for a reason. It wasn't just yeah. It wasn't just there laying around. What should we name this? I don't know, man. I'm tired. Entire. Okay. No, it wasn't that. Wow. <laughs> In the. I'm sure it wasn't that. No. All right, so in the year 1802, there was a man named John Feltham, and he wrote a version of the history of Porter that's been used as the basis for most writings on the topic. Uh, however, at that time, he really didn't understand a lot of the uh, 18th century brewing terminology, so whenever he wrote things, it was it was kind of messed up because he, he said that this beer was made of uh, three threads, is what he said, con- consisting of a third of a pint of ale, beer, and a twopenny, the strongest beer costing a tuppence a quart. And uh, in 1730, 
Feltham said a brewery called Harwood made a single beer called Entire or Entire Butt, which recreated the flavor of Three Threads and became known as a porter. So, in essence, the first person to make a porter, the Harwood guys, called the beer Entire Butt. And so there's a historical reference with the name Entire. Hmm. I don't know what the butt means. <laughs> That's a big butt. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This one's a bigger butt than the first one we had. Let's see. But, I mean, entire, but, but, now I'm confusing myself. <laughs> but, 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 but. So that's why they named it Entires, because that was the first uh, marketed point. You're venturing into strange lands here. Oh! <laughs> and there it was. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the way it was. <laughs> and that's the way the cookie crumbles. And that's aha, aha. I like it. I like it. Aha, aha. We're not going to tell you that reference. You have name to that movie. That going. Oh, I was going to ask oh, them to okay. name that movie. Go for it. I'm not old enough. Oh, oh you movie. are. <laughs> this is the one with Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yes. Which, um, there's a lot of movies with Jim. <laughs> liar, liar. No, it's no, not liar, liar. <laughs> Uh, 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 oh, Bruce Almighty. There you go. Yeah, Good job, right. Sawyer. So do we have anything else to say about Entire Border? Not really. It's awesome. It's entirely awesome. Ow. It's good. What? <laughs> that was my yeah. ankle. Uh, ankles were, were last two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. During the Belgian episode. Yeah. I don't think I was here for that. No, you yeah. weren't. You obviously haven't listened to you. So uh, we have one more Porter to <laughs> drink. It's also on the BJCP. This one I have actually Travis and I had had recently, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. in the class, and it's fantastic. So I'm looking forward to having it again. So next we have the Samuel Smith Taddy Porter. Why are you so serious, Sample? Because Sawyer's having a conniption over there in the corner. It's still a nice and now tasty nod to brewing history. <laughs> Next, we have the same. Yes, Smith. I know you have a rehearsal later. Yeah, this is That's why I'm trying to, trying to move it along because you said you have a rehearsal. That's at six. Uh, well, I was meaning the fact that I don't want to get hammered. Well, well too, too late, late apparently. Yeah. I'm not drunk. I'm not even How buzzed. How sore are you? <laughs> I'm not even drunk. Anyway, Samuel Smith's Tadcaster <laughs> Taddy Porter is what we're drinking next. And I'd like I, just a tad of it. Pull me just a tad. Just a tad. Smells a tad like the first beer. Open it up. Oh my god! <laughs> it's <in a> bottle. <laughs> Every episode, <clears> it's a tad it. bit brown. A very dark, oh, like full-bodied that. ale with a rich, creamy head and an intense, dry, tangy character, brewed with well water. Ooh. The original well sunk in 1758 is still in use. Malted barley, roasted malt, yeast, and hops fermented in stone Yorkshire squares. The type of beer first brewed in the early 18th century gained its name from being drunk by porters in the fish, meat, and other produce markets. I don't really get the fish. No, I don't either. What uh, do you call a fish with no eyes? That's not... Oh, my God. Fish. What? It's a fish with no eyes. Fish. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's only one eye, so your eyes is plural and doesn't work. Anyway, <laughs> that joke sunk. Get out of here. It was a tatty bit ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to wave it goodbye. 
and he did just wave. <laughs> yes, he did wave. This this reminds me. Oh, it definitely doesn't have as strong of an aroma as the entire porter. No, uh, it, it's definitely a lot more like the uh, the London's Fuller. Yeah, London is Fuller. Yes, it's a lot Fuller. Never Fuller's mind. London. Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> no, you Backward. said London. I said it Fuller. I definitely said it backwards. London Dairy. Dairy, it's yeah. not legendary, but London Dairy. I miss the entire porter aroma. That one was good. This one's good too. It's just not nowhere near as potent as. Yeah, that. I. I don't want to say watery, no. but compared to the other one, the aroma's a little watery. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's there, but it's not there. Yeah. yeah well, the Strange Land aroma was just so much. Yeah. So much more, and I mean, In your which. Face. Which is why I really don't like comparing the two because, like I said before, I wouldn't call that a porter. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is more along the lines of what I would consider to be a porter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's a little on the lighter side of the dark beers. It definitely is. Uh, it's a it's more of a medium body than a what is it a full body full body like mm-hmm. the the entire porter. Yep. Um, <clears throat> It's good. It's good. I still. I it's still, got go the, the the malty, uh, roasty, little bit of roasty toastiness in it, but it's not like overbearing. Yeah, and I still pick up the chocolate. Just like I said, yeah, not, not as potent as the mm-hmm. entire porter. Yeah. So imagine what we talked about party guile brewing earlier. Imagine brewing this entire porter, and then your first runnings from your mash brew that, and then you put more water in the mash, and you get this. Oh, That's okay. kind of the idea. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. The exact yeah. same characters, but less prevalent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you get any dark fruit out of this? Yeah, thing? a little bit. I don't. Yeah, at, it's like the tail end. It's like a. It's like a, almost like a grapefruit. Yeah. Not quite like the um, the double. No. But, but when I when I sniffed it just now, I thought it might be a touch of raisin or, or something. I could go with raisin. Did you sniff it but, while taking a drink? <laughs> Sniffing wall? <laughs> oh, there's a throwback. No, we we need to have our uh, bloopers episode. Our bloopers episode, and that could be our gift to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> our be, gift to you. It would be like a mixture of outtakes and our favorite segments. It'll come out on Christmas Day. And unfortunately, it won't be on iTunes. Yeah, because we oh. will check the explicit box for that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should have checked the explicit box anyways. Yeah, well, maybe so. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Anyway, Taddy Porter. I don't Porter. Like your hind. I, I don't uh, want to look at my hind. I don't either. Can we just agree not That's to a little weird. That? Can we go back to the Taddy Porter? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Better than Blue Moon. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's a several layer joke. You'll get it on the way home. Just keep thinking about it. They're going to be driving down the highway and they could go, yeah. oh! <laughs> what? It doesn't even make It's not even the same. Oh my! Oh! Oh my! Okay, anyway, so the Teddy Porter. What yeah, in the. This is. Uh, Samuel Smith brews a lot of really good beers. Sam Smith. This is darker than the, uh, the London Fuller's. London slightly yeah. when you hold it up to the light you still see the ruby red yeah, but, you know but it's not clear not as clear as the because I could fullers. see through the fullers yeah. even though just barely this one I can 
You can see it's through it. pretty but, close. But not like the folders, though. That folders was very clear compared to this. That one yeah. was red. That was red. This is dark. Yeah, I, you can barely I, get some red in the light. I get quite a bit of red, but that's just me. I but think I it's pretty dang close. Yeah. 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 But the, the aroma's there. Uh, and the the taste and mouthfeel are yeah. both pretty good. Yeah. I have a major announcement. Is this related? Yes. I just unlocked God Save the Queen badge, level two. <laughs> you got level two. I just got level bum, one. Bum, 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 bum. We listened to that already. <laughs> but you're in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I can check this in now because it's good too. <clears throat> That's not even close. <laughs> 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 no swear, no. <clears throat> yeah, beer. Level two. Hey, look at that. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Well, we have beer, and this is really good beer. It's a good beer. Yeah, I, no, really, it is a good beer. I'm I'm more of a fan of the stout, so and that, that I, entire porter definitely reminded me of a stout, and uh, I can't wait for that episode. I think it would have been an interesting comparison to have the Fullers and the Sam Smith back-to-back. Together? Yeah. Yeah. And not bookending? Yeah, just because they're so similar to get the, the subtle differences between the two. I think the Fullers had more of a chocolate roastiness to it. Yes. The Sam Smith is a little bit more subdued. I'd agree. See, and even the flavor, I kind of get a little touch of dark fruit, almost a... I mean, I don't want to say, like... I don't want to say fruity or berry or raisiny, but it's like maybe just a touch of tartness. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Maybe maybe the raisin. I don't know about any other dark fruits. I mean, I don't really get any yeah. plum or... But it's almost like the, the essence of fruit or the appearance of. Yeah, maybe like a little back-end sweetness or something. Back-end sweetness. Which, oh, of course, they would no. come back when you say back, back in, no. because that's what they're all about. You can't not pay in. attention and then try to jump back into the conversation. Back, but up, there's back, back in up. sweetness. Backing up. Backing up. I enjoy back in sweetness. <laughs> anyway, as we were saying, <laughs> Travis. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Is that who you were with this weekend? What? Back in sweetness. <laughs> no. Tell us. No. Sweetness? We were having a conversation, and you came in here and just ruined the entire thing. <laughs> Bottom. So would you say maybe some licorice? Would yeah. you go that far, Travis? You know, I'm I'm just looking through the guidelines again to see what I'm getting. <clears throat> because we're kind of going back and forth here with the dark fruit thing we talked about during the Belgian Dubal episode. And there was one of those, I forget which one, that it was like straight up black licorice. And I didn't, I didn't really like it because oh, I don't like black licorice. Yeah, you're right. Licorice is mentioned in the flavor. It uh, moderate bready, biscuity, toasty malt flavor includes a mild to moderate roastiness, um, and it's often a significant caramel, nutty as coffee, licorice, biscuits, and toast and support. I would definitely go with a lot more caramel than licorice. I don't mm. pick up. Licorice. Yeah, I, I think if there is any licorice in Maybe any of these, though. it would be know. this one. <laughs> How long has it been since you had black licorice? Years. I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it either. I don't like Twizzlers regular strawberry. See, I like Twizzlers. <clears throat> but I don't like black licorice. I like Twizzlers. 
But I, if, it, like I said, chewing on a wax rope. Out of any of these three, if there were licorice in any of them, I think it would be this one. I'd go with that. That's probably where my where my dark fruit comment is, is originating yeah. from. But I, I see what you're saying. Which I don't, I don't like in this style. No. I mean, I liked the entire. I liked all all of the entire porter. I like the entire entire porter. I like the uh, the London Fullers. I like this one London. too. I yeah. don't dislike it. I don't remember this being the same flavor on uh, on cask whenever we had it a few weeks ago when we got the little half pint because this was one that some one of us had. I didn't get this one. I got the organic chocolate. Oh yeah, organic. Chocolate. I think you got this. I might one. have had this one. And I liked it a lot. I, but you I know, don't remember getting into this. Had it been a little bit more full-bodied, I think that dark fruit wouldn't be so prevalent. Okay. I think the thinness of the mouthfeel kind of accentuates that a little bit. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, this one's definitely not at all like the entire porter. No. But it's still good. I do equate this one more towards the Double, like we've been talking about. This this is very reminiscent of that. Mm-hmm. Which, if you haven't heard, is uh, two episodes ago. Yeah, you can check <laughs> us out on on iTunes or <laughs> or BrewStyles.com. Click that subscribe Stitcher. button. Stitcher. Yeah. Yes. Stitcher. Eddie's got a pee. He's been like doing the pee pee dance. Yeah. He's gonna go to cat box. I'm real going. Real quick. I, I saw that real quick. <clears throat> Tell Anna, can we say hi? Catbox Brewing. What an episode when uh, Jason Callison was killer. Yeah, I, like when I was in college, I first started experimenting out. <laughs> Did anyone email this stuff to Corby? What? We need to. Hmm. I don't know. If anyone's going to, it's going to be Jason. Yeah. Because he was a co with him. Presumpt- presum- presumptuous. I was gonna, yeah. Of us to do Corby that. likes beer too. Hi, I'm just a guy you've never met. Uh, I went to college with Killer. Check out my podcast. <laughs> no, I'm sa- no, you should say that we had the Killer on. That would grab his attention. Maybe. Oh, it would. Anyway, it's worth we're, a shot. We're we're getting far away from our subject matter here. So, <clears throat> wasn't this the last beer? Yes, but we have the homebrew. Well, our homebrew guy just walked out yeah, the door. So, so. we're gonna take a. Quick break. A tad a tad bit a, of a break. A tatty break. And we'll be right back with your homebrew. Okay, bye. Okay, sorry guys. Now I am back from the bathroom, so I'm going to go through the homebrew portion of this <sighs> wait, episode. Wait, what did you brew? <laughs> that is that's not oh, Eddie. That's, that's, this is Eddie. That English, was really close though. English porter. <laughs> I don't know. It's it like a high Eddie. Speak of English. English porter. Like some belly. Anyway, so Travis is going to do the homebrew instead of Eddie because Travis just brewed a porter. I'm going to send a picture of you guys of my poop whenever I poop later. <laughs> you need a new drop, dude. <laughs> that is not all I say. All right, Travis. Give me Travis. Some. I brewed an English porter two days ago, and so I'll go through my recipe real quick, and then we'll wrap this sucker up. I'll start off with 10 pounds and a quarter, 10 and a quarter pounds of two-row, and it was uh, English malt, held two-row UK. And then one pound of brown malt, and that's important for the brown. style. Brown malt, yes, which is uh, something that's unique to the uh, to the English style, but it also imparts a lot of the flavors and aromas that we're getting 
that you won't get in the American Porter that we might try coming soon. <laughs> I also added a pound of uh, Crystal 40. It doesn't matter good. if it's uh, UK or, or US. It's just the same. And then I did 10 ounces of chocolate UK. Hops was all, was all fuggle. I did uh, one, one and a quarter ounce at 60 minutes and then half an ounce at 10 minutes. And that was it. And then, you know, just did some Irish moss and yeast nutrient, all the good stuff. And uh, the yeast, I did a dry yeast the first time I've used this one. It was uh, Nottingham Ale Yeast from like Dunbar or Dunlab or something. It's something weird. Dunlop? Yeah. Like the tire company? I don't know. But it was uh, it was <laughs> something that was suggested. Yeast. And I saw that Stubby's uh, sold it. I was like, okay, well, let's take a package. And I pitched it the next morning uh, froth. I mean, I didn't. I didn't do a starter for that one. I didn't even rehydrate it. Just kind of pitch it straight from that. Mm. It's fine. Mm. You know, he he suggests dry yeast over the liquid yeast like every single time. Yeah, even even in his extract kits. Yeah. It's it's strange. They don't like liquid yeast over there. They say you have to do a starter with liquid yeast. And they don't even they don't even like to rehydrate their dry yeast. They just say pitch it. But see, then that like, goes okay, back to what cool. I was asking the other day, though, because like why yeast? That's like a mini starter, right? Well, yeah, but it, per se, yeah. I mean, it, that's what a smack pack is. Yes, yeah. So but it's just there's like, not as many viable cells in there as the dry. Packets, yeah, is, now is see, what they're saying. I do get that too because like even when I I use why yeast it. It doesn't really krausen up very much, but then when I did um, White Labs, I had one blow. Wow, completely. Well, that's also a strain thing. It could be different mm-hmm. from True. strain to strain. It was a California ale yeast, <laughs> but I don't. It's that's a whole other. We could talk for an hour about yeast. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> yeah. We should have a yeast episode at some point. Because I've got three batches of beer in my uh, closet right now. Anytime I gotta go yeah. poo, I go to the fermentation chamber. In my fermentation chamber, <laughs> which moved from my bathroom to my closet, uh, because my closet is a nice fifty-eight point two degrees Fahrenheit right. right now. It's ridiculous. So I have three beers in there fermenting, and uh, well, two of them was an ale yeast, so it's a very cool temperature for an ale yeast, but they still fermented fine. And one of them was the alt beer, a Dusseldorf alt yeast. Which is supposed to ferment at 60, so 58 is right where it needs to be. And I've had no problems. Didn't do any starters, just dumped right in, and I've got uh, very clean fermentation. Hmm. Awesome. Okay. Hmm. I guess we get lucky sometimes with Did you do a different things. Single infusion mash? Yes, I didn't do any like step mashes or anything. 154? Um, For which one? The English Porter. English Porter. Do you remember? Let me check my notes here on sports radio. <laughs> yeah, it was 152. 152, okay. So not overly high, but nope. a little bit. Okay, okay cool. Yeah, I interested to try that one. Real simple. Nice. I've got an Imperial Stout that's in a keg right now that we'll try in a couple weeks when we do our Imperial Stout episode. Hey, Travis, so you're uh, you said you it was a porter? Yeah. English porter. Yeah. Way to pay attention. Sorry. No, I was making sure so that it's we're fermenting. Like the, that's the why last, we don't have it to taste okay. today hour. because it's still. If it's not sitting in. I'm a visual person. <laughs> the thank last you. hour we've been talking about English porters. <sighs> I agree. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so it's full of giggles. I know you guys come to our podcast because we're going to talk about beers that have lots of giggles. <laughs> <laughs> Fuggles. 
Fuck. I, I didn't even realize that you had that drop. Fuckles. Thank you. <laughs> I fuckled your mother last night. <laughs> we did not check the explosive Rough. box. <laughs> Just like your mother likes it. <laughs> well, all right. Any other comments on porters or anything? No, I can't wait for stouts. That's going to be an awesome es- yeah. episode. 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 You're drunk. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm looking Sawyer forward wants to you the, to check out our stite. Yeah, be sure to check out our stite. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the American porter. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be easier to find too. Barley wine. Oh yes, uh, that one's coming up soon. That's. Too. Do you think that's going to be worse than the mead? <laughs> we we should make sure that we all have days off the next day for that one. I mm-hmm. concur. I didn't do that. Well, we'll see. <laughs> all right. Well. Thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Brew Styles, where our topic of discussion was the English Porter. Join us next week as we pour some American Porter Style 20A. We promise it won't be... Hey, wait, didn't we do this already? Cheers till then. <laughs>